Hello yogis! For the longest time I really wanted to make longer videos and I didn't know what to do and now that I've been going on Twitter and Instagram comments and reading and there's so many questions that people have that I'm just curious to just take a question, answer it here in my own way and possibly create more content for you to consume, alright? You like my hair today? It's um, I especially prepared it for, for this show crazy. I think we're all yogis. Even a tree, any physical living being is, um, and when I say living being, it's just anything that exists is, is in a way a yogi. But the difference here is that a yogi, like we, if we would imagine a yogi, someone who's like sitting like this or like meditating in a cave or something like that, or just uh, doing asanas, uh, physical yogic postures, is that maybe they are doing it much more consciously and they're not wasting a lot of uh, or a lot of or not wasting time at all so they know what yoga means is is unity right and that unity is already happening to us we're all going to die and that means that there's a certain process of life that we're inevitably going to face and and that, that means that there's a certain flow to life and yoga is already happening to us and being yo a yogi means that you are consciously aware of that fact of reality, of truth, and you're not procrastinating, you're not, you're not thinking that you're not gonna die, or you're, things are not gonna happen to you that are happening to other people around you, you know? So what a yogi truly means is that you're 100% conscious, or at least you're trying to be more and more conscious of, the, of that fact. And yo being a yogi is not necessarily you doing asanas and physical postures and breathing or even meditating sitting there because all those things happen and you're because of the fact that you're becoming more sensitive to life and you understand that this physical body requires a certain amount of maintenance and that's why you start doing physical postures so that you know that if you live for like 70, 80, 20 or 20, 40 years or 120 years or 300 however many years that you you don't know right so how many how many years your body will survive uh you want to keep it healthy so that's the sensitivity that comes with being conscious of life that's why it's not necessarily you doing those physical postures that's what makes you a yogi what makes you a yogi is that you're consciously doing life you're consciously living with the greatest understanding of of the process of life that's a yogi next Question. What is the next question? Dark room, bright room. In the beginning, I think test it out and how you feel, because it's a sensitivity thing, and sometimes yes, sometimes it's it could be a very beneficial thing to sit somewhere where it's dark because you're depriving, depriving, depriving yourself of uh, the senses, right? So it, it might be easier, or well, but. Just see how it how it makes you feel. Also, at, at at some point, you'll feel that you'll start sensing that everything that you do, how you ate, how did you exercise, what your uh, how you communicate with other people will affect in a certain way your your sittings, your meditation, your mood, and everything. And then later on, you'll feel that how you sit, if you sit on a chair, if you lie down, if you even have your head up or down, <coughs> how your hands are placed you'll 
<coughs> feel a certain difference in that as well. And that's just, it's, it's a wonderful thing because you just kind of sense, sense, you begin to sense life beyond just yourself. You just kind of sense the entire thing and how everything is connected. So yes, do dark room meditations, do bright room meditations. Uh, but in general, it's just easier at some point to to go away and retreat. And if you're especially want, if you especially want to meditate for longer periods of time, you don't want to do it in the, in the middle of a city. But if you happen to be in the middle of a city somewhere and you have a few minutes here and there, try to meditate there too. It's not like you have to be somewhere away, but later on when you want to meditate for an hour or two longer, why would you want to do that in a a bus or or a taxi or somewhere on a busy street you don't you don't know you want to you want to create that space that's where ashrams and temples and all those kind of places exist and we need more of those kind of places new hairstyle today it's called i am a yoga caveman style that's so bad next question meditation is a great tool to overcome overthinking and self-doubt why because again it's a post that i made recently that i'm walking to to meditate and there's a number below that says 60,000 60, thoughts and as as uh, closer i get to sitting down on the couch to meditate the number of thoughts the number is lessening and lessening and lessening and that's <laughs> that's our, pretty much our day because we're walking around and we're sensing different things we're communicating and we have so many thoughts so once you sit down, uh, it's not that you'll have no thoughts. Eventually, you might have not, no thoughts. And that's the whole point is to get that one point in this to, and to really do what you're supposed to do. But as soon as you sit down into meditation on a chair or however, you'll have less thoughts. Or if you have more thoughts, it's just a, it's just an idea that you'll have more thoughts. But you're, you're already because you're not consuming more information, you're already in those like 50,000 thoughts, let's say, or 40,000 thoughts. You're already <coughs> kind of, your mind is settling, even though it might feel like there's so many thoughts, but you're already becoming aware of them. So that's much more, uh, it's, it's just better when you're starting to be aware of those thoughts, even if it's 60, even if it's 100,000 thoughts, if you're sitting there in meditation, you're not consuming anything more that's coming at you, and you're beginning to be aware. It's like a big painting or like these monitors and or TVs or whatever. And you're starting to understand, oh, that's this is this, that, that's my thought here. This is my thought down there. There's more thoughts there. And you start to build this picture and then you start to slowly shut down this TV, that TV, that monitor or whatever it is. And then you realize that uh, you pick and choose what are the best thoughts that um, you, it's a choice. Remember that it's a choice. You can control the the, the, the stations that are playing, and what you, you can <coughs> turn on or turn off. That's it. So yes, it's meditation is the, is the greatest thing to <coughs> stop overthinking. But it's <coughs> always as much as I talk about meditation, I talk about <coughs> the things <coughs> that come before meditation, and that's just knowing life in general. What are you all going through? Like the twelve spheres that I talk about. They, those things already help to not overthink things. So psychology, uh, fundamental psychology, like understanding what everyone wants. Everyone wants happiness, health, and success. Everyone, no matter what people are doing, that you don't, have, you didn't have to sit down and meditate 
to realize that. It's just a, a thing, like uh, everything, every creature out there wants to be happy, healthy and successful. Whether it's a human, whether it's a tree, a tree wants to be healthy, to grow, right? And, and to reproduce its like uh, seeds and everything. Uh, it wants to be successful by, by actually also, well, health is just for it to grow and, and success is for it to reproduce. And happiness is just to be, right? It does not necessarily want to be like cut down, ch 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 but that's just like the reality, like we all use things. And the best thing is that we don't over consume. Uh, just better for everyone, for the environment, for everything. Just use what we need. So whether you're a tree, whether you're a human, we all want happiness, health, and success. Um, and in terms of self-doubt, meditation also, yeah, because when you have uh, self-doubt is oftentimes created by having a lot of thoughts, a lot of ideas of how things are. But once you're listing those ideas, you come to, to the realization of who you are because you understand what those five thoughts, five major thoughts that, that are ruling your life and, and making you who you are. Uh, so yeah, definitely meditation will help you to be more confident in yourself because you will know your, yourself, even though that you might be struggling to face yourself through meditation because meditation is not this like butterfly thing that you just sit down and, and because it can bring a lot of, uh, a lot of negative things about you, maybe about other people, maybe about life, scary things, and, uh, you just face them. Once you face their reality, self-doubt goes away. All right, three questions uh, answered. I think that's that's pretty good, right? I think that's pretty good. We'll do more. We'll do more. I'll do more. There's so many questions. I, I open Twitter, I open Facebook, I open Instagram, and there's so many questions about meditation and life in general. And I just hope to make uh, this kind of content where I talk more than just to create a small video. I hope you like it. I hope you enjoy it. Uh, I am a bit crazy. You will find that out more and more as, as uh, I make more longer videos. That's just how I like it.